yeah, I'm not going to give, you know, empty platitudes, you know, tomorrow's another day, those kind of things. Because I think when you're really struggling, you know, I know when I've been at my darkest times and I've heard stuff like that, it's kind of about the, the point I stopped listening. But what I will say is that I can promise you that there will come a day when you will feel so much joy in a moment and you'll stop in that moment and you'll think, you know, I could have missed this if I made a different decision. So I just hope that you will hold on for that moment. Do you need encouragement to turn tragedies into your own triumphant life story? If so, this podcast is for you. Listen to powerful guests who have persevered through challenges so you can gain strength to build your championship life. The host of Professor of Perseverance Podcast, Dr. James Perdue. All right, it's that time again. Appreciate everybody being here. You know, here we know that people are struggling, hurting, and we want to use this channel, this this uh, podcast, this platform to help people get through some struggling, to help them get through whatever today. I mean, we stump my, you know, we stump our toes and and we and we want to whine and cry all day long. Hey, let's uh, take the pain. Get over it quick as we can, and let's have a good life. Let's have a good day and everything like that. Hey, bad thing about us, it doesn't take long for us to get a to have a bad day, but it seems like sometimes it takes forever to push through it and have a great day. Hey, let's just start the day off great. Go as far as possible. See what happens there. Hey, welcome to the, the uh, Professor of Perseverance podcast. I'm Dr. James Purdue, the Professor of Perseverance himself, and today our guest. Just we just dive on in there. She was born blind, and now she is a singer. I say now she started singing when she was uh many 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 moons ago. So Heather Hutchins, welcome to the show, and you. appreciate you being here and, and sharing your valuable story and give us some insight on how we can get through to through uh, uh to difficulties. Hello, Heather. Hello. Oh, well, yeah, thank you for being here. That's okay. Thank you you for being here today and and giving your, you know, valuable time to share with us. Thanks for having me. You're welcome and everything. Boy, you're you're a shy one over there, huh? (laughs) So I was wondering, how can you sing and be shy? You get out there and uh, sing and open up, huh? Everybody asks me that, and I guess it's just, it's different. It's, I don't know, you almost take on this kind of persona, I guess, to to do it. And I guess if you just practice enough and you do it enough times, you just get comfortable on the stage somehow. You know, and, and, and not to be a singer in life and everything, but we're all on stage, aren't we? Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe not a stage stage, but we're giving our first impression to people. We're talking to people to help them. We're trying to put our best foot forward. So we're all on a stage per se, maybe not a stage like you, but we're, 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 we're there to, uh, you know, to help other people out and everything like that. Yes, absolutely. So, all right, Heather, if you don't mind, then let's just go and just get into your story with, um, you were born blind. And I mean, if you can tell us what happened, how that happened, what was the cause of it, and led you into singing. 
Yeah, so I was born blind, as you say, and it was a a genetic cause of blindness. They say maybe I saw for, you know, the first month or two of my life, but I don't really remember. So, and um, yeah, music was always a, a big part of my life. I started singing. I can't really remember when I didn't sing. I would always take this tape recorder around with me, carry it around with me everywhere, and I was always making up songs and everything. And I was, I remember being like six years old and asking my brother to loan me a hundred dollars to record an album, which obviously is not enough money to record an album. But when I was 15, I was in the finals of a regional talent competition with one of uh, my first songs that I wrote. And one of the judges who was on the panel for that competition actually came up to me backstage after the show and said, you know, I'm a producer, let's look at recording something. So I never really thought it would happen, but lo and behold, three weeks later, we were in the studio recording my first album. What impressed me more than getting this producer or whatnot, what impressed me is at six years old, you already wanted to produce your own album and you're going to con your brother out of a hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, what six year old is that, uh, developed that, uh, already knowing what they want to do in life. I mean, wow. For you to, to be thinking that far ahead in life, I mean, yeah. you're ahead of the game with most people and then, but you, you know, you, you've been thrown the curveball with come with being blind, but how much more, again, are you really ahead in life? Because, again, at six years old, I'm sure I wasn't doing no, no. Uh, hey, give me a hundred bucks so I can go do, do a song. Now, I, I can tell you right now, even my dog don't like hearing me sing when I'm in the shower. <laughs> so for me for me to get up to say I'm getting a, a, a record producer, that would be falsifying and lying outright. So, <laughs> but, I, but, but, again, I'm just so impressed that at six years old, you already knew what you wanted to do in life. And that's yeah. amazing in itself right there to me. Yeah. So you must have been um, one of those gifted kids. Well, not really. I, I just really love to sing, I guess. There you go. Now, um, as you're growing, uh, you're younger, and you're starting to your singing, and, of course, I'm sure mom and dad's uh, and grandparents are loving it and everything and making you feel good, you know, because we we're not as talented as, as you are today when you were, you know, six years old, but, <laughs> no. um, I'm, I'm, sh- I'm sure you've gotten a lot better than that. And yeah, I, I'm I just so. guessing I could be wrong. I'm just guessing. But, um, um, did mom and dad, brother, sister, grandparents tell you about other people that were vision impaired that were singer writers, producers, they ever tell you about people like that when you were younger? Not really. Like Stevie Wonder, Ray oh, Charles. Yeah, yeah Stevie <laughs> That's Wonder. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Did, they, did they go, you know, you, you can be the next uh, girl, Stevie Wonder. <laughs> Not really. I mean, I guess I knew of those artists, of course, but it wasn't, I guess my blindness never really like factored into the encouragement I got from my parents and my family to be a singer. It was just, you know, more about being a singer than being a blind singer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, oh, that's Nia. And then I asked this dumb question one time, and I won't ask you this because that's how dumb it is. But <laughs> my roommate, when I was in college, he was born with cerebral palsy. Mm-hmm. And so he had never had the 
walk, you know, was able was able to walk before, you know, being in a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. And I remember asking one time, said, say, Jim, do you do you miss walking? I mean, because he's never in. He says, well, how can you miss what you don't have or never have? Yeah. And so, you know, same thing with your eyesight. I mean, I won't ask you, do you miss it? Because it's you, you never had it long enough for, like I said, a month or two. Then uh, and that. But. How do you look at do you look at. Being blind could have been a gift to get you where you're at today with your singing. Or do you think that you may have been a singer if you would have been sighted anyway? Yeah, I don't know. I think I think that I have been maybe given some opportunities that I maybe wouldn't have had if I hadn't been born blind. Like, maybe it's made me, I guess, more recognizable and given me kind of um, material, I guess, to write about, about adversity and overcoming adversity. And that's what our program is about. We talk about overcoming adversity. Again, I'm in a wheelchair because I got my neck broke playing football. A guy hit me when I wasn't ready and broke my neck. And oh, wow. so that's so that's why I started this platform was to to get other people's story out there and let's uh, fire the world up. I mean, because people today need a lot of hope. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I mean we're we're seeing too much negative stuff out there and um and from there. And hey, welcome to the show Nancy. Thank you for coming in. Nancy, I called her specifically cuz she is legally blind and told her that you were going to be on and she was all excited about being here with you to uh, meet you and everything. Awesome. And she she's on with us uh, at the moment. So now let me ask this question. This is a dumb question as well, but I'm asking this one. I, I don't want to ask the other one. But I'm going to ask this one. How many times or has there been a time, maybe it hadn't for you, that people come up to you and say, man, you're such an inspiration. I just don't know if I could do what you're doing if I were blind. All the time. (laughs) All the time. Probably daily if I'm, you know, out doing whatever, you know, even on the bus or whatever. I've had people say like, oh, my God, if if I were blind, I'd probably have to kill myself, which is not, you know, the greatest thing to say it's a weird backhanded compliment i guess but it's never okay <laughs> no exactly and and the inspiration thing with me which is fine i mean because we all have to be inspired by something yeah you know but one day i got tired of hearing it i mean i don't know what the problem was but I, but some guy had never met the guy before all of a sudden he comes up to me and he says man you didn't got me inspired and i said all right, what I do to inspire you? You just met me. You saw me rolling down the aisle at the store here. What's mm-hmm. so inspiring about that? I said, you didn't see how I fought to get out of my bed, to get dressed, to get over here. I said, just rolling. What is? And he couldn't say anything then. And I said, man, I appreciate you the compliment, but really you ought to be inspired by your children, your wife, your advances, whatever. You ought, you ought to be self-inspired. Yes. You shouldn't have to look at me rolling down an aisle. And maybe yeah. I was in a bad mood. Maybe I shouldn't have said that. But others and me included, we should be inspired by what we have done. Yeah. Not because of what somebody else has done. Yeah, I think that's a great response, actually. So I appreciate that. So, all right. Um, 
But yeah, yeah, I just going, just one day, just going, man, y'all got to find more inspiration in yourselves and your family that keeps you going, not just me. So, yeah. and, I, and not that I'm saying I'm the one and all, but again, I may have been in a bad mood that day. <laughs> well, it happens to the best of us. I mean, we so, can't always expect it to be on and performing. And I think that happens a lot when, you know, you have a visible disability and you're out in public and people kind of expect you to be, you know, the spokesperson for your disability and answer all these questions and everything. And sometimes you just don't feel like it. That's right. There you go. We we can fall into those little um, pityville times. You just don't hang in there long. So, mm-hmm. and, and again, I, I just felt like I was just being honest with the guy. You know, it wasn't like I was trying to put him down. No. Get your inspiration from your own family. Then if you need, you know, you see something out, that's, that's just even adding to you, you know, from there. All right. Now, Heather. You're going to ask brother for this $100 you wanted to produce. Does he, you didn't say if he gave it to you. You didn't say if he laughed at you or if he says, come back in 10 years, we'll do it. He he said he'd give me a loan and charge me, I don't know, 50% interest. Ooh, that's a brother for you. There you go. <laughs> totally. Yeah. So that's a good brother. Just think if he wasn't your brother, how much it'd be. Yeah, exactly. How generous. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, but that's, uh, that's good because, uh, yeah, you, you tell him so. Uh, but that's good that he would at least offer it to you. Now, did you take him up on the deal and produce your first one at six? No, no, no. The first one I started recording when I was 15 with that producer. Okay. So you didn't do yourself thing at the time? No, thankfully not. <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah, usually, usually the uh, producers, they're producers for a reason, and they yes. have more experience and, and know what's better for you at the time. Yes, absolutely. And I'm actually still in contact with my first producer. He's a great friend. So They're awesome. Good deal. Now, um, what type of uh, music do you sing? It's folk pop mostly. It's a little bit of everything kind of. I like ballads, kind of acoustic stuff. Mm-hmm. Have you uh, whipped any of that uh, rap uh, stuff into your uh, folk? You know, <laughs> no, cause... not yet. I don't think I could do it. It would sound ridiculous, and I haven't so, worked with anybody else. So, and I, I'm sorry. I know there's great rap song, great rap people, and everything. I'm just sorry. I'm I'm 57 years old. I've I've never understood it. Yeah, and yeah. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying it's not for me. Uh, obviously, it's for other people because there's been a lot of people make a lot of money and a great li- yes. a living from it. It's just Absolutely. not for me. No, I hear you. To each their own. Exactly. To each their own. So now. All right, Heather. So I'm assuming the, in your folk singing and stuff is kind of like all the others. You have your top 10 list and stuff like that. And so have you been up in the top 10, been number one? In terms of like, you're singing what specifically. I have no idea. I'm, I'm I'm just going with your singing, and I mean, I don't know if there's two or three platforms you use, or yeah. uh, it, you know, the, you know, they had the top thirty or whatever, and 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 I don't know, country, uh, okay. top thirty in pop, you yeah, know, top yeah, thirty yeah. in hard rock, and so I didn't I don't know in your genre. If, You've made it. How, how have you made it uh, number one and 
from there. Yeah, yeah. When my last album came out, it was on uh, one of the iTunes charts for folk pop, I believe. I think it was number six or something like that for a little <laughs> bit. And I did get good support on independent radio stations and things like that. So I was really lucky with my last release. Good deal. I, oh, it's yeah, it's awesome. I got another friend that uh, a lot of he he's trying to get into a lot of country mm-hmm. singing, and his is a lot of independent right now. Yeah, uh, going from there, and, and he's hit into the lower lower things of in a number one genre in country low of like beginners, amateurs, or whatnot. Yeah, yeah. So he's 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 doing pretty good. Now we're That's looking awesome. at on on the screen. We're looking at your album. Where the ocean meets the sand. Because mm-hmm. this is this your newest album? It is, yeah. I'm actually, we've been, the past three weeks, it's been a crazy couple of weeks because we've actually been, a friend came out from the other side of Canada and we've been uh, writing and recording new new songs. So I'm really excited about that because with the pandemic and everything, it's just been, you know, music has been hit hard. I can imagine like everything else has been hit hard yeah. with the pandemic. Yes. From there. So now obviously we haven't got to dove, dove into this quite, uh, this too much other than brother, but I'm assuming mom and dad, uh, were, were a great supporter of you. And man, what I love to hear, and, and I'm not trying to put words in your mouth, but when someone's born with a disability or acquires it early in life, that the child is not put in a bubble wrap, and protected mm-hmm. from that they you know, the parents loosen up and I can understand the fear at the beginning, but yeah. then then when they you know, they finally loosen up and let you still be, be a child and yes. grow and still skin your knee up and still cry and and they realize that everything's still gonna be okay. So I'm assuming they didn't put you in a bubble wrap. No, no, I was really lucky because I saw it happen to. You know, I'd go to these camps sometimes, technology camps and things like that with other blind kids. And I kind of saw, you know, what they went through with their parents. And I was really lucky. I was, you know, allowed to do really everything that was, you know, age appropriate. And yeah, I wasn't put in a bubble. I I fell down and they encouraged me to get back up. And yeah, so I was really lucky in that regard. Was your dad one of them who just says, oh, Heather, rub some mud on it, some dirt on it. Let's go. Move on. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Like he would, he taught me to ride a bike and and all those things. So, yeah, he was, you know, they were really, you know, you're going to do whatever you want to do and, you know, play, all right. hang out with we're everybody gonna, else. So. We're going to put you on the spot with mom and dad for a second now. Okay. Which one is the more protective of the two? Because they always say daddy's little girl. And of course, mm. the boys are mama's boys and everything. So, but uh, which one of, uh, again, not to say daddy's little girl, but which one is more protective? Which one was more, oh, leave her alone, let her try it? Oh, that's hard. I would say they were protective in different ways, maybe. Probably, maybe my mom more. <laughs> I don't know. That's, uh-huh. that's hard. Hopefully she doesn't listen to this show. Yet. No, no, no. That's good. There's <laughs> nothing, nothing wrong with that. I mean, that uh, like, you said, what? and this was a great answer you just gave. They were probably protective in different ways. Yes. And yeah. so that, that balances out mom and dad. So don't get, don't get all upset, mom, <laughs> that she thought maybe exactly. you were the one more protective, but no, protective in different ways. That's a great answer. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the, um, 
uh, one was more relaxed than the other one. The other one's going, wait a minute, let's say, oh, hold on. And uh, But overall, they, they allowed you to grow and mature and be the individual yeah. that you are uh, yeah. and not not jump in too much. No, exactly. It, so it, that, it all kind of balanced out. <laughs> yes, yes. And and that's that's the way, the way it should be. I mean, I understand that um, some children need more protective than others, and depending on their disability, I understand that. But uh, when when available, give them a chance to uh, grow. Yes, totally. So live and learn, so mm-hmm. the best we can. All right, now, Heather, if you were to give one, maybe two or three of reasonings of how you've been successful, how you've been able to overcome to be where you're at today, what can you what can you give that that gives us this? Oh, what I'm trying to say the uh, whatever can't think what I'm wanting to use term you know mm-hmm. to uh, what what gives what what do you think gave you the uh, inspiration or something to stay positive or. Uh, to move forward in life and everything. What What do you think credit that to? You can credit that to. I think the biggest credit is the people in my life. They've, you know, I've I've met people that I needed to meet at the right times to, you know, really kind of inspire me to keep moving forward and to give me the tools to do that. I agree with you there that uh, people come into our lives at the right time Mm -hmm. and even if it's the wrong person that comes into our life that's to give us a great great look at how we shouldn't do things yeah we learn something from everyone exactly and so yeah yeah i agree with that now how have you been able to um to stay positive through a lot of this i think a big one is just really focusing on everything I have been able to do and the people that I do have in my life and and to really live in the now and just be like, wow, you know, this I'm I'm living this incredible experience, you know, like the rest of it doesn't matter. We all have our bad days and everything, but you know, when it really balances out, like I'm so lucky. So uh, blessed and everything, I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, um, yeah. So, hey, we're speaking with Heather Hutchins today with, again, her newest album is Where the Ocean Meets the Sand. Everybody get out there and uh, get you a little copy of it uh, from there. So, all right, Heather. Mm-hmm. All right, now. If there's one thing that you can go back and try to retrace and redo, what would it be? Or would you say, no, this is it. I wouldn't change a thing. I think there's things I wish had happened differently and things I wish I'd done differently. But if I had, you know, things wouldn't be how they are for me now. So I think I've learned a lot from mistakes and from things I wish I had done differently along the way but I look at where I am now you know being able to have recorded three albums so far you know I just released a book my memoir and you know I wouldn't have 
all of that if I hadn't gone through the things that I have been through and made the mistakes that I've made. And what's the name of your memoir, the book? Because I did see that earlier, but then that was yesterday. Then I lost it and I couldn't find it on your website. And maybe I wasn't looking in the right place. But what's the name of your memoir? So we can put that out there for people to to look for. It's Holding On by Letting Go. And if you go to my, my actual website, there's a link. Basically, you get to the front page and there's a link to the book website and a link to the music website. Okay. So, yeah, I remember the title once you said it, Holding yeah. On by Letting Go. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great title. So Thank you. <laughs> it is a great title. I mean, because um, uh, sometimes we don't let go when we should, and it's holding us back. Yeah. yeah and so, is. yeah, but so by letting go, we, we can on. head on and move forward. Mm-hmm. So, yes. yeah, that's a good title. I appreciate uh, you. that you're sharing that. So, all right, Heather? Yes. What is next up for Heather? Well, the book just came out. I've been working on some new music, writing and recording. So what I'd actually really love to do is things are starting to open up here. I think we're a little bit behind you guys in terms of like opening up. So things are still kind of fairly starting to get back to normal-ish, I guess. So I'd like to do a sort of tour that incorporates the book and music so you know sharing things about my life through music but not just as a concert but also through you know stories and readings from my books and things like that now not to put you on the spot there heather but if you ever make it down here to nashville tennessee area where i'm located i'm outside of nashville but if you ever make it this way to to promote your your book and your singing and stuff, I expect an invitation so I can get over there to get your your John Hancock, we say John Hancock, just signature mm-hmm. autograph and meet you and get your book and um, maybe listen to a tune, a, a song or two from you. Absolutely. I'd love to go to Nashville. That's one of the, the spots on my, on my list of places I want to visit. I think it'd be really cool. You get on there on Country Road. So uh-huh. with us. So yeah, yeah down here in the country with us. So, but yeah, if I'm I'm serious now. If you make it this way, be sure to inv- uh, send me an invitation. Why not? So well, I know the date and every time, and we can uh, meet up and and yeah, uh, for sure. I'll let That'd you awesome. since you you're the big the big singer and everything. I'll let you uh, I'll let you buy the the Starbucks for us. <laughs> Starbucks, perfect. There you go. Uh, Nancy's uh, here. She wanted to she wanted to ask a question here. How long have you been singing? Uh, we talked about it at six years old, and not to tell your age, but you can tell your age if you need to. But she wants to know how long have you been singing? How many years? How long have I not been singing? I feel like I was born singing practically, so forever, really. There you go. Uh, yeah, for for me again, my dog don't even like to hear me sing. So when I came out, I was really crying and everything. But yours may have been like an <laughs> an angel voice singing to mom and dad to let them know that everything's going to be all right. Well, maybe not quite, but I I definitely tried from a young age. Like I have these home videos of me, probably like a year old, and I'm you know just singing all these Christmas carols and everything, and just making there you songs go. and loving it. So all right, now let, let me let me let me ask the question a little a uh, little different. Then all right, so you've been singing basically all your life, ever since you can remember way back when. All yeah. right, so let's say then, how long have you professionally? 
been so singing since, since 15. 15. So how many yeah. years is that? Now we're going to tell your age. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, about 17. <laughs> okay. So there you go, Nancy. So professionally, Nancy, about 17 years that uh, Heather's been singing. Uh, roughly, though, for all her life. And I'll let you do the math and figure out all her life. <laughs> yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> all right. So, all right, Heather. So now then, if you can give an advice for someone to um, how they can get through uh, today, you know, we, we know there's people struggling today and everything. And if you can give some type of advice on how they can get through today, what, what could, what could you say to them? Some positive message. Yeah. I'm not going to give, you know, empty platitudes, you know, tomorrow's another day, those kind of things, because I think when you're really struggling, you know, I know when I've been at my darkest times and I've heard stuff like that, it's kind of about the, the point I stopped listening. But what I will say is that I can promise you that there will come a day when you will feel so much joy in a moment and you'll stop in that moment and you'll think, you know, I could have missed this if I made a different decision. So I just hope that you will hold on for that moment. There you go. Awesome. Um, yeah, there, there's always going to be that day when it's finally going to break loose. And mm -hmm. a friend of mine, uh, he's made bird. Hey bird. Hey bird Baggett. Uh, bird. He said that, um, he's, he's told people, don't give up before the blessings Yeah, is how he put it, you know? So it's going to be, like you said, the day is going to finally come that it's going to break and everything and it's going to go your way and, and everything is going to look a lot brighter. You're going to learn from the situation, but yeah, don't give up before the blessing. Nancy wanted to go in and tell you again, that she's sight impaired as well. Uh, she has no front vision. Okay. And yeah. she wants to know, are you totally, uh, are you totally Paris? The doctors um, classify it as light perception. It's a little bit more complicated than that because blindness kind of exists on this continu continuum, right? Like a lot of people think it's all or nothing. But so I can see in very low light, I can see contrasts between light and dark and things like that. If it's bright, I'm pretty much completely blind. All right. That's, yeah, that's a good way for us to understand and yeah, Nancy, she says she she has no front vision, but she kind of see peripheral uh, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yep. Yeah, so, all right. Uh, and from there. So, all right. Well, Heather, this has been an awesome experience meeting you and everything. If you want to go ahead and tell us again, uh, name of your uh, newest album again, your book again, and tell us how we can get a hold of you, find you, all your social media, and we'll go from there. For sure. My newest album is called Where the Ocean Meets the Sand. My book that just came out is called Holding On by Letting Go. And for more information, you can visit my website, www.heather-hutchison.com, H-U-T-C-H-I-S-O-N. I'm also on social media. You can find me on Facebook at Heather Hutchison Music, Instagram, Heather Hutchison Music, and Twitter, H-L Hutchison. And I'll take those links and put them down in the description for when people come back to the YouTube to find you. And on the regular podcast, we'll put them down there as well. So, okay. again, Heather, thank you for being here and thank giving you. some of your valuable time with us and sharing with us and providing some hope and encouragement for all of us out here. Thank and you so, so much for having me. Oh, you're more than welcome. Again, we can, next time you're not so shy, you can come back. 
<laughs> Sounds so good. That's a, you're, you're amazing. You're awesome. So I'm glad we got to meet here today. And so everyone else, hey, share this out. If you're coming on the replay, be sure to share this out and hear, uh, hear Heather's story and share it to someone else. Again, you don't have to be blind. You don't have to be a spinal cord injury like me. But the message of having hope that you still have a good life, no matter what the circumstances are, is still available for everyone out there that wants to accept it and move on. So everybody else, Nancy, thank you for being here. Do something today, tomorrow, something next week that's going to help you persevere past your paralysis. Thanks for listening to the Professor of Perseverance podcast. For motivation, inspiration, and encouragement. For more information, go to Facebook at Professor of Perseverance. Visit the website at ProfessorofPerseverance.com and view the YouTube channel, Dr. James Perdue, Professor of Perseverance.